0: Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, Vince Neil is a classless act, another super group, and John Bon Jovi really is living on a prayer these days. It's a dose of reality and a taste of bad medicine this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the two guys who always keep the faith, Matt and Dave.
1: (laughs) Hello everybody, I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, everybody. How's it going? How's welcome, is it going?
1: Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Good to hear everybody, see everybody.
0: <laughs> we we can hear and see everybody now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I mean, yes, we kind of can, but anyway, so... We kind of can. Hopefully, we, you guys we... checked out our episode last week with Philip Carter from the 40 Watt Podcast. It was a great discussion. We really got into a lot of different things Yes, Um, we didn't go. We pretty much stayed on music and stuff. So we didn't go wildly off topic. Um, No, which we don't tend to do a ton on this podcast. But you know, with guests, sometimes you can do that. It was a great discussion. We talked a lot about Spotify and singers, which we're going to get into today when we talk about Bon Jovi. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so check us out. Find us uh, on Instagram. We are constantly posting content every day. Uh, at Guitar Dads Pod. You can also check us out on Facebook. Find our, uh, our our little our little Facebook group, At Guitar Dads Podcast. We'll let you in. We'll
1: let you in. are not going to um, even ask you any questions. No
0: questions. No questions asked. Just, just in. <laughs> you want to join? Come on and join.
1: Come on and join. And, it's uh, a small but mighty group, and it's growing, and we'd love to see you there.
0: Yeah. Join the discussion. And, uh, of course, find us on uh, YouTube, Search Guitar Dads, and we're always posting stuff up there, too. And uh, a couple, just to, you know, you, you mentioned the um, the Philip Carter uh, episode last week. Yep. Um, a few weeks back, go back if you're into interviews, uh, you can also check out our chat and our hang with uh, Ryan Burke of 60 Cycle Hum. And um, and a few weeks back from that, I think uh, it was, it was maybe it was the week before that, we, uh, we chatted with uh, Henry James, who was the uh, lead guitarist, for Robert John and the wreck
1: and that was also a good interview so go back and check us out and there's a rig rundown on that it's an audio rig rundown Uh, um, but we did post clips of that on the Facebook and the instas and I think YouTube as well so you can go check that out so check it all out everybody thank you for listening and thank you for telling your friends about us
0: yeah, we appreciate it. All right, let's get rolling. It is a Saturday night, and we are, um, we are, we are. What do you, what are you drinking? Do you even have a drink yeah, in front of you? Yeah,
1: I do. I was drinking. I'm still drinking my Pinot Noir here. I'm drinking a nice California Pinot Noir, and it is really nice.
0: Really nice. It's really nice, Clark. I can't
1: get- um, <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, I mean this we're recording on Saturday night because we got kind of screwed up because it's school vacation week, it's guitar dad life. See, and we, guitar dad life. And we had all kinds of way. different things going on, so Dave and I had to push this out to from our regular Thursday night to Saturday night. You guys don't really care cuz you're going to get it at the same day. But um yep. <laughs> But things might be a little bit different tonight. So things may be a little bit different they they tend to when the when the uh when it's a Saturday
0: night or a Friday night, we can kind of chill and relax back a little bit more. It gets a little bit more interesting, yeah. so you know could be a good time Yeah, check it out
1: so anyway dave what what's going on with the news and notes of the guitar well, dadland?
0: there is not a lot of news this week, but there was one interesting tidbit because we can't spend uh we we can't really go a pod without really knocking on uh. On Vince Neil's door, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, the stadium tour is about to kick off finally yeah. after like a massive hiatus and um, with between COVID and everything else. Yeah, um, but apparently Vince Neil recorded a song with one of the, with the, with the opener. The opener's uh, name is uh, Classless Act. Oh, and I find it pretty ironic that uh, Vince Neil <laughs> recorded a song with. them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, you gotta love wah, Vince! Classic act. So what's up with this uh, band? Classic act. Uh, Classic. You know what? Act, I didn't.
0: Even, I haven't even. I haven't even checked. I mean, them are out. they I good? Saw, I saw that headline. I, I'm sure they're. You know what? I shouldn't say I'm sure they're pretty good, but that, you know, I got to imagine that they're,
1: they're they got to be somewhat decent to be on this tour. So, is this? I a, don't know. Is this a guitar dad band to check out? We're gonna. What we'll, we'll we'll do the research for all you listeners out there, and we will tell you if this is a guitar dad approved band, but it is, it's quite a a fitting name for, for Vince. (laughs) (laughs) totally I mean, I don't know, Dave, like this this is going to be, this is going to be, we're going to get into, into somebody who maybe shouldn't be on the touring schedule he's on. And I think, you know, the jury is way the heck out on, Vince Neal I think we have like you know I don't know they might just come right back with a verdict but um <laughs> we got I was at jury duty a couple weeks ago guys so I have like the the jury stuff on my mind but the the jury's still out on this and we're going to see how Vince does come when's the first date of the tour Dave do we have any idea is it like I have June? No it's 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 uh, coming up. I'm soon. gonna
0: go, I'll, let me Google it because that's interesting. I think it is June. It is. I think it's uh, sometime in June. Yeah, because they're
1: gonna, they're coming here locally to us in Boston area. They're they're playing uh, Fenway Park, and this is the big tour with with uh, with Steph Death yeah. yeah, and it used to be uh, De- and Poison, and Poison's still doing the tour. Poison, yep, yep. Poison's Yeah, Poison still yeah. doing it's it. It's Still that tour, and the tickets are just because it's been postponed now for like three years. Um, the tickets are just completely outrageous if you actually want to go buy a ticket so i don't think i'm going to be, oh they're ridiculous yeah. it's
0: they're totally
1: ridiculous yeah i don't i don't think i mean as much as i'd like to see def leppard cuz i think they still sound great you know speaking of def leppard i saw a a live concert again on access tv which is a cool thing from their v- vegas um stint that they did they did like a little stint in uh, vegas for like a month or so and that was only in 2019 and i caught it Um, They did like they put out like the whole show and it was awesome. I mean, they sounded great. And again, I don't think they're playing tracks and stuff in the background. I think everybody is singing and playing and it's kind of amazing. Yeah. You no, know, I, how I good they right, yeah. sound. But I did comment to Dave. I was texting Dave, and I was watching it, and I was like, "Okay, the show literally just opened, and the first it's the first song, and Phil Collins already has his shirt off.
0: <laughs> he always comes out with his shirt and off. He, I man. didn't realize
1: he comes out like, and he obviously like greases himself up like he's like on the Mister <laughs> Universe thing." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't. It's not like he's like you know. If they play like a ski resort, I don't think he's coming out with his shirt off. But yeah, yeah pretty much yeah, yeah, every yeah. other time, he's like yeah. he's topless. I
1: mean, the man keeps himself in shape. Let's he's be incredible. honest. He's incredible. He's got the six pack, and he's look. I mean, he's like sixty years old. He looks great. We can I mean, it's going to be a very.
0: Uh, it's going to yeah. be a very alcohol laden kind of tour because we get you got Phil Collin with the six pack, and then you get Vince Neil with like you know. The a thirty uh, pack, the <laughs> a thirty pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, anyway, it, t- it kicks so off good. June sixteenth in Atlanta. June sixteenth
1: in Atlanta. Yeah. I, again, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Def Leppard. But I mean, this it's too outrageously priced to even think about it. Oh, the other thing I just wanted to bring up when we're talking about tours over the summer is, I looked and and saw I saw John Mayer's coming around to Boston the beginning of May. And I was looking to see like, oh, I wonder what his tickets are doing. So not even resale t- t- tickets, just the straight tickets you can buy on Ticketmaster. Now you go to Ticketmaster and they have the resale tickets as well that are factored in there. But if you just go and look at regular tickets, like the ones that are the real good seats on the floor, like just the, 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 the face value of them now is $600 per ticket. Wow, and and they call them and and ticket. This is an interesting thing because Ticketmaster is doing this thing. They've been doing it for a few years now, but didn't quite realize what it is. It's a thing called platinum seating, and it essentially is Ticketmaster acting like its own scalping agent, which is they they bring yeah, down the price pretty more, much. They bring down the price, or they bring the price way they the bring heck up. up. The price, yep. and and um, it's like unbelievable. I'm like, wow, like if, so. If you really wanted to go to this show, that is about you know a few a couple weeks out here in Boston, you're gonna pay through the nose to go see John Mayer. And it's like we love oh, yeah. John Mayer, but like $600 a ticket, like who can no, thanks, like who can really afford that anyway? Like that's insane. So um, no, that's anyway. that's
0: way that's way too much money for a show for <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, I yeah. I mean we I was talking to you about trying to get to the uh, the, the Aerosmith show. At femway because that might be the last time yeah. I get to see them. But yeah. because it was, it, it was a show booked pre-pandemic, and it was sold out before then. Now it's completely insane to get any kind of ticket whatsoever. I mean, yeah. like de- decent seats are, or like are probably around at least six hundred, maybe even more. Um, yeah. I mean, you're talking yeah. like actually a couple, a couple seats close on the field, closer up on the field. Um, they were going for like a thousand or more. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I just can't, I can't, I can't justify that. Well, the,
1: it, but what, I mean, we, and we've talked about this, right? We talked about it on the podcast in the past, but it is amazing that the demand is there. And people will buy these tickets because Dave and I look at these things and we kind of scour it. I'll look like the day before a show and see like, oh, maybe they're just trying to blow out the tickets that they have. And they don't. They just leave them at these super high prices. And I bet some some of them end up going empty or they sell them at the door. I don't know what how they get rid of these tickets, but. It's unbelievable, and the, the the prices are only that high because people are willing to pay it. It's it's it's, it's a market j- just Absolutely, like anything yeah. else is. It's,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's if the market you know, bears it, that the people are going to pay that. But you bring up a good point. I mean, if they if these things don't sell. Where, how do you, maybe you can, maybe you can just show up to these, maybe we should consider doing that for some of these things. Yeah. Just
1: to check it out. If anybody I mean, knows you about get this. Yeah. If anybody knows about yeah. this, like hit us up and tell us, cause I'm interested in how that works with, it's like, are they, do they really sell out like at a thousand bucks a piece? I mean, I think like for bands like the Stones, it, it absolutely does. Like people pay the money and they go, they don't care. They love it. You know, right. Um And I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen with uh, Aerosmith and Mayer and other people. It's just unbelievable to me that, you know, this is what these. Well, you get, yeah, y-
0: yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. I, it's it is unbelievable. I, I, I mean, you know how it works. So these bots and these third these uh, resellers like get these tickets long before you and I ever have an Oh, well, to that get them and
1: that's very true. And that's and, the yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But to, to your point, can you just show up to one of these shows and, you know, right when the band goes on, is there somebody hanging out or a bunch of people hanging out outside the show just looking to dump tickets for whatever price you're willing to give them? I don't Well, know. there's always going to be, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then there's like the fan things like you can go on like like, like Ticketmaster, I think now has its own thing where people are like reselling them and, and you know, but but this is the thing now that the market is there for these and the demand is there, like people can just, you know, if you bought a ticket at face price and then you want to unload it and it's a hot show, you can end up making a lot of money for for yourself. You You know I mean? Just like, no, but
0: I mean like, is some reseller, like, is is somebody from the, that one of those companies just standing outside these shows with loads of tickets that they haven't been able to
1: it, I don't know, think they're unload. standing outside the show, but are well, they somehow available to get at a lower price? And my sense right. is no, but, I mean, because if they were, then people would just wait. People would know that they would, and they would just wait, and they, they wouldn't buy them ahead of time. So, like, it wouldn't right. make a lot of sense for them to do it that way. Um, Because there is no difference, right? I mean, so anyway, it's kind of an interesting thing, but it is unbelievable how much some of these tickets are going for, and it just goes to show you that, you know, the economy must be strong if people are willing to pay $600,000 plus for a ticket to see one of these iconic bands. You can even argue, like, yeah, John Mayer is kind of a a popular dude, but is he, like, you know, $600 level, like, band? Like, that's an artist? I mean, that's insane. You know, so
0: that's totally dude. I mean, you know, I went to see uh, took my wife to see uh, Jim Gaffigan last night. And even like even a, now it's a small theater with which they've converted into like a comedy club here in Boston at the Wilbur. Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah. So they yeah. have like ta- they have tables down where the orchestra oh, seats cool. are and all that. But but anyway, yeah, I I mean I think I dropped like close to a hundred bucks a ticket and we sat second row of the balcony. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that's just yeah. the demand right now for these things. Well, I'm
1: going on a trip with my wife to Broad to go see a Broadway show in New York and the tickets are oh, arra- that's a, those the are tickets even more are outrageous. I want to say the tickets are about two hundred dollars a piece for anything decent. The balconies are about hundred. I don't think you can get into a Broadway show now for less than a hundred bucks. But like, that's a little bit different because like, hundred bucks is not tons of money. And you're at a Broadway show. It's not like these; these are huge, massive stadiums. They're like kind of intimate uh, theaters, so you get a good experience. So I feel like the value is still there. Plus, I mean, if we're honest, they're just playing all the time. You know, like you know, two right. shows a day, every day. You know. Whatever yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. So so that's what right. it is. But it is it, it, you're right. Like just the you know, it's amazing that people are willing to pay that much for these live experiences. I think it's good, but um but I think it's like we talked about even last week with uh, Philip. It's you know, the artists have to make m- money somehow because Spotify has basically completely taken away that kind of a thing. So it's merch and for the artists who can get it it's um it's charging these outrageous ticket prices, right? And you can't blame the artist. If the demand is there for your show, right. you can't blame you, like you can't go to like Steven Tyler and be like, Stephen, why like don't make any money, like don't charge that much. You know? I, I mean I, I gotta admit though, like I would feel as an artist, I would feel bad. But we talked about this in the past. Artists have a hard thing to do because if they don't charge the money the scalper agencies will come in and charge it and get the money, and the artist won't get that's it. That's right. Yes, and the are, artists won't get it. Yes, there are some backdoor deals that artists do with scalpers. Although that seems because that's now come to light, people are a little bit more kind of aware of that. But I'm sure it's still kind of going on with those backdoor deals. But but it's like, why would it? If you're an artist and you're able to get to make this kind of you know get this kind of a payday then why would you leave that on the table and get let somebody else make the money it makes no sense exactly no yeah, it doesn't make yeah, any so, sense at so, all So, but that's where we that's the markets market it's just a market uh driven thing anyway well,
0: well before <laughs> we get, before we get into it that's enough <laughs> economics for a saturday night but before we get into an artist who should be paying you to come to the show let's quickly touch yes. on a band that are our, uh, uh, you know, Rick Tomasi, who is the owner of uh, uh, of the gu- guitar pedal shop, who, who's a, lo- a local guitar uh, pedal shop uh, in, the, of the uh, in the Boston area, friend of the podcast. <laughs> he uh, he posted on Facebook earlier this week uh, to check out a new band, and I, so I so I did. Yeah, um, and I did a little research to find, figure out who the heck these guys were. Um, the band is called Iconic. Um, and it actually features uh Michael Sweet of Striper Fame, guitarist Oh, Striper. Um Joel uh Hoekstra, am I saying that right? Uh he was he played Joel played. Yeah, Joel Holstra from yeah. White Snake. He's incredible. Snake. Yeah. I mean who hasn't played in White Snake, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh marco mendoza from uh twisted sister the bassist and uh tommy aldridge uh also a white snake and uh ozzy osbourne fame oh he's awesome uh, on the drums and then this this vocalist um nathan james never heard of him but he's he's really good
1: so this is more like an old school like hair metal yeah kind of like another super group super group yeah kind of like like more like gunslingers from that era getting together and having bands. That's kind of cool. I have to check these guys out, Dave. I feel like I've, yeah, like when you good. said this to me, I feel like I've heard of them. So I know like they've only recently got together, but I feel like they've been together like off and on for a little bit. So, um, yeah. But this, if you're into that kind of stuff, which we are, um, you know these guys totally. are monster guitar players. I'm sure the guitar work is incredible. So I definitely, I think it's probably worth a check out. So thanks, Rick. And Rick actually recently, Rick, Rick, Rick actually recently acquired another store down there on the South Shore of Massachusetts. Yes, it's, and what, tonight yeah. was
0: we we didn't get to go down there. There was a there was a big bash going on down there tonight. Yeah, I think it's in Kingston, Mass. Yeah. Kingston
1: Matt, he's pro. If you know what Rick has done with the guitar pedal shop, he's made it a worldwide operation. I'm sure he's going to do that with this store. It's called Music Unlimited, right, Dave? Is that what it's called? Yes, I think so. Um, just yes. keep, keep your eye out for that. I think, I think, you're yeah, right. I keep think your you're eye right out right for on. that. I think he's, um, I'm sure he's going to be doing some online stuff there. If I know Rick. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of music but should be limited, should we get into the uh, headliner for the night? Which yeah, is, let's uh, get into this.
1: This is let's just do it. Let's talk do-ish. about so this is what's going on, everybody. And the stuff has been burning up the internet the last few days. Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is out on tour. He's supporting an album he put out called Twenty Twenty. It came out in twenty twenty. You know, but he's basically on this big studio tour. He's got his band with him. Of course, there's no Richie Sambora, so that sucks. But Phil X is the main lead guitar player, and he is kicking butt. I mean, Phil X is, he's just so much fun to watch. You watch these clips of Phil X. He's been posting them on his Instagram. And he's been playing. Of course, he's got this array of Gibson guitars because a few years ago he became a Gibson artist. So it's like, it's just really awesome stuff to see Phil tear it up. What has not been awesome is John Bon Jovi's singing. I mean, it's really. It's, I mean, but John Bon Jovi hasn't been good for what, Dave? Like. Well,
0: you disagree with me, but I say John Bon Jovi hasn't been good for at least 10 years. And you have been trying to convince me otherwise. Yeah. And you bring up as evidence... His recent couple albums, right? Cause they, yeah, he, the, the albums. He, he, he
1: sounds good on the albums because he's doing. But
0: then, is that studio magic like Anthony Kiedis, like we've talked about well a number of times on this pod? Right. Well, I mean, I think he can't it might be, be.
1: He can't sound this bad live. Well, here's the in thing. That here's,
0: decent in studio.
1: Yeah. So what, Dave? I think what you're talking about, though, Dave, is he hasn't been able to sing his hits, you know, for a good maybe 15 years, right? I don't um, know,
0: dude. Listen, listen to this tour and some of the stuff, some of the newer stuff that he's singing. Well, that, that I think his,
1: yeah, you know, he still can't sing. I, I think you're right. I think this tour. I think he's at an age and his voice is shot enough where he's not. He can't maintain a touring schedule like he used to maintain, and he his voice sounds completely shot, and it's it's embarrassing and it's terrible. Uh, I mean, and yeah, this is a guy. I don't that's think went, you're
0: overstating it. It is embarrassing. Is. It really is. You should not be out on tour. If you didn't think you could do this, the, the, we just talked about the amount of money that these artists are charging, particularly a band like Bon Jovi. Right, that you should not be charging the fans this kind of cash to come see you sing when you know you can't sustain this kind of
1: thing for a long tour like this. I mean, I'm it's, sorry, it's yeah. it is embarrassing. It's just, it's just so bad, and and it makes me so sad because uh, you know he's one of my favorite rock singers, just uh, singers ever. I love the '80s era stuff. I love even the '90s and into the two, like Have a Nice Day. That whole album oh, yeah. was awesome. No, it's great. You know, it's great. Like he he had a great like 25 year run maybe almost 30 years now he's into almost 40 years and it's like he you know but it's real he just can't do it anymore and the, and this is different i'm not saying like Oh, he's not able to hit the notes. He wasn't... Like, when he had the crazy touring schedule in the 80s, he couldn't hit all the notes then either because, you know, F- Philip made a great point last week where he said, you know, we expect way too much out of singers. We can't always expect them to hit every note and do every single thing and sound exactly like the CD every show, especially when they're maintaining these crazy tour schedules. And and Bon Jovi no. has always been... Like, he had... a I think he had, like, a stint in, in the 80s when they were really popular where he... He blew out his voice, and he have to. He had to really rehab himself, and and I think you know he, you know he never hit the high notes on prayer. You know I don't think he tried to do that a lot into the '90s and stuff. I think you know the other people. Well, Richie, the,
0: Richie was Richie took that over. Richie, you yeah, know, he took it over early like early on, actually. Yeah.
1: It, so this is my point. Like he's always been like you know what every professional singer does. You can't hit every note every time. So we give him the benefit of the doubt here. But if you listen to him now, he's not. Not only not hitting notes, he's way out of key. His voice sounds way shot, out of key, and he's got this weird timing s- situation with how he's trying to sing. And the main thing that we're talking about, and, and what we're going to do, is probably put a clip of us kind of talking a little bit about this as it plays. Oh, you're talking about the um, "Wanted Dead or Alive"? D- "Wanted Dead or Alive" gut. that came yeah. out last week, and he's—it's just—it's—it's it's just so bad. It's, it's 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 like really embarrassing. Bad. Yeah. So. Do you think do you think though the timing issue? Do you
0: think some of this is like, I mean, obviously he's got to complete the tour, and he's up there. He knows that he can't. He knows that he's not performing well, and he's probably to him isn't performing anywhere near the quality that he knows he's maybe capable of. Like at the beginning oh, of, of a tour, of course. Or, yeah. Right. I mean, so he just can't do it for a length of time, but. Do you? I mean, that's got to get to him when he's up there. He knows that he's. Oh, he not knows sounding good he, at all. You
1: know that he's listening to all these YouTube things, and he, I'm sure he's struggling with it. And you know, but he's. No, he, we shouldn't. Know.
0: And I don't want. I don't mean to bash the guy because I mean Bon Jovi's I, I, one of my idols too. Yeah. Right? So he
1: just we love, but his it's music. like it is like. Yeah.
0: It's just really bad. I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe he's like a, who knows, maybe, maybe after this we'll find out he's like a Steven Tyler where it's like, he had like the vocal cord issues and all these he, things he, and then he, he got he fixed he, and he
1: sounded great. Yeah. He has had those vo- vocal cord issues. If you, he, he, you know, I remember he did an interview at Howard Stern over the pandemic and he said, he goes, I do my, I, I have my, I've been going to my uh, vocal coach for 30 years and I vocalize and do the exercises every day. If that's really true and he's still this bad, then he literally doesn't... And he's living on a prayer. He, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's literally true. He just doesn't have he his his chords, his vocal cords just literally can't do those songs anymore. There might be other songs he can do. I mean, this is the thing. You can't expect Steve Perry. You think, you think Steve Perry from a Journey could today come and, and sing those songs he did in the 80s? There's no effing way he could do it. But no.
0: And to me, I think and we've talked about, you know, a journey like a real true journey, like reunion kind of thing. Yeah, that's to me why i think neil Sean would never do it because he knows that Steve perry can't yeah. sing at that level anymore exactly right so that right. He, why would why would he want to do that if he has this other guy uh oh my god i always forget that guy's name um but anyway this yeah, other I know singer, the, the about. other singer that, yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, nel yeah, Pineda, yeah. yeah but anyway i mean so i mean bon Jovi's out there like he's doing like you know he's they're doing covers of 8675309 but it turns out he was just trying to get Siri to call his vocal
1: coach <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break! Yeah, we need
0: sound effects on this show.
1: I mean, geez, like, like talk about, like you know, talk, you know, this isn't bad. He needs any medicine, not bad medicine. <laughs> Oh, you just
0: you caught me in the middle of a sip
1: <laughs> I mean geez this guy you know don't do that to me you know who says you can't go home he's gotta go home <laughs> <laughs> yeah John you go home man. go home <laughs> again this is really sad for us to to say but um, it's it's what it is it's it's what it is you know he is he's just yep. he's lost it you know and that's the thing maybe he just needs to acknowledge it but the thing is he can't feasibly go out on tour and not do his hits. But it's almost like that's what he needs to do. He needs to go and and focus on the new stuff that he can actually sing. But to your point yeah, David, the fans he, don't want to hear that. Exactly, like no one no one cares. So he can't, you know, so but at the same time he can't you got to think with all these videos going out about how bad this is that he's going to have a hard time going on going on the next tour. I talked to I talked to um is there going to be a next tour? I talked I talked to, you know, so our friend one one of our friends wives um is really into Bon Jovi and I was talking to her and she about it and she's just like yeah it's bad he's done and she's been like a di- she's gone to every tour that he's done and her, her and her friends go and they love it and she's like yeah like I don't know if I'm gonna go and see him I mean he sounds terrible and I'm like wow so if that if that kind of a fan is thinking that now like he might not be able to sell any more more tickets if he's gonna if this is how bad he is and it's again I, like my heart actually goes out to him. It's it's horrible. So no,
0: I agree. I know. Like I said earlier, we 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 were bashing him here, but I really do feel bad because this is like, this is almost like watching like somebody. You know, at the at the end of their career and like they don't wanna retire and, and you name the whether it's a sport yeah. or music or anything where it's like, Okay, you're 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 just done and you need to recognize that and, and go out on top because you were at the top of your game for so long and Don yep. Jovi as a band has been like it was one of the most iconic bands ever. Yeah, and I think that to this is the this is like legacy ruining kind of stuff to me. Like I feel like we've talked about bands like it's really hard to to ruin a legacy. Yeah, you talk we talk about this with Guns
1: N' Roses new new material. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that John John can't keep going out like this and obviously he has the obligation to complete this tour but i don't think if he if he knows he if this is the result of a of a lengthy tour he he's got to recognize that he can't do it and he either can't tour anymore and he, maybe he just puts out like studio stuff and it sounds good and people and fans enjoy it but then how do you support it right you can't like he's not going to like, gonna said, go out like and, if he can't yeah, do it he,
1: Either that or he just needs to acknowledge it and do different v- versions of these songs. You know what? You know what I want to do? And I will. I'm actually going to do this just to confirm. I'm pretty sure they're playing these in, in, you know, close to the original key. I don't think like like Dead or Alive, unless those guitars are tuned way the heck down, which I'll, I'll play along and, and I'll, you know, it's easy to tell, just just play along with the recording on YouTube and see I, I don't think they're tuning down a Tom so I think he might need like he has a really like they they've been doing a subdued uh, version of living on a prayer for a long time um, like they do it kind of acoustically I don't know if that's what he does in these live shows but I feel like that's what he should be doing he shouldn't be doing like those original uh, versions of the thing, like Sammy Hagar does this, like he comes out and does an acoustic uh, version of dreams because Sammy, he can't really sing like that anymore. You know what I mean? So he does a different version of Sammy, you know,
0: Sammy can still, can still hang Sammy, like nobody's business in his
1: seventies. He's in his, and so, so actually that's a really good point. I wanted to touch on that. I think this is the other thing that's going on upon John Bon Jovi because one, he's not that old. Is he even 60 yet? I don't think he's even 60 yet. Um, I think he's you know, he's got to be sixty. Want to Google? Want to Google him? Right? I'm gonna Google. Yeah, um, you keep talking on. So, Google. so, so this is the thing. He's not super old, and there are these artists out there like Aerosmith, like The Stones, like um, I don't know, name some other bands. You know, even Def Leppard. You know, um, that are out there and doing these tours in. The you know he's a legend Guns N' Roses you know of course Axel isn't what he used to be but he can you could argue he can hang as well like he's hanging with what he used to do as well right how old Dave
0: he just turned, he just turned 60 he just turned 60 March 2nd so that's
1: not even like yep. super duper old when you got Mick Jagger running around at 80 years old almost you know like a maniac but at the same time like Mick Jagger doesn't have that doesn't do that type of singing he doesn't have that type of voice he never did Right, Um, no, he never
0: did, but there's but there are so many other bands that we we could go on all night talking about all these other bands that uh, or that there were big back in the day and are are continuing to tour today, yeah, yeah, and their singers can still kind of do it. I mean, maybe not like in the heyday, but they can still kind of do it. So, but but, um, didn't I just think that
1: no, go ahead, no, no, I was gonna say. You know, Bon Jovi does not need the money anymore, you know. But the thing is he is a he no. is a machine. His bandmates probably didn't get you know, remember how he did the didn't he do the cash out? Didn't he do a cash out to one of the big records? He did, yeah. He's, yeah, where he, yeah, sold, yeah, his he catalog. sold his catalogue. Yeah, yeah, so like I don't know how much his bandmates got for that deal, but I'm sure they got a piece of it. It's like so it's like I don't think these guys really need the money, but um you know, but it is, there's this pressure. I just think you do there's something pressure.
0: for, it is yeah. pressure.
1: Yeah, because you, you are who you yeah, are, yeah, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. it's
0: like- this, this this is a this comes up in sports all the time. Like you just you are the hero. You are the you know you have such a uh, a history attached to your name yeah. that I think it's really hard to give something up. And I, particularly in this case, where it's like, wow, I mean, you know, you, you can imagine being John Bon Jovi and there like I I can't do this anymore, but I have to. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. because I'm John Bon Jovi, I have to do
1: it. That's a great point. But he,
0: I think he's good. He's just going to have to give it up. I think he can't, unless there's a real, you know, issue that can be like surgically addressed like Steven Tyler or, yeah, you know, yeah. fixed by a vocal coach or something. I, he can't continue to, to do these kinds of uh, tours anymore.
1: He's got to, like I said, he's got, something's got to give cause this isn't going to work. It's just not, it's just not going to work. So we wish you luck, John. We love you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is it's just hard to see. Yeah, it's really yeah, hard to see. It really I mean, is. It's really a tough one. So, I know, man. I mean, but, this, you know, people get older, you know. Uh, again, you know, we expect a lot out of these people. And to expect John to be able to sing like this almost 40 years later is is tough. You know, it's just tough. I mean,
0: look at, look at Dave, David Lee Roth couldn't sing 20 years <laughs> into
1: his career, you know. <laughs> He couldn't sing like a year into his career. No, no, just kidding. (laughs) Um, No, 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 come on. But um, anyway, yeah, so we wish wish him luck. But this is a a, a development that came out, and it's like we, we always knew that he wasn't great lately but this just has proven it it's like oh and i even he even did some live streams and stuff over the pandemic and he did like i said he did these kind of stripped down uh, versions of his songs and he sounded good like you know but like you said i think he's thrown out his voice so anyway we're not going to harp on this anymore but um we wish you luck john man you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah way Key, what a what a what a way to end the podcast on a saturday night <laughs> mellow like you know negative note jeez on a negative note well i don't who, know can we put this show po- together
1: can we think of a positive note i you know dave j- does not okay agree well, let's with me. i gotta po- i,
0: I have right, a positive thing then to, to finish it up where where do you rank it give me a number rank of where you put bon jovi in the all-time ranking of rock bands in history
1: oh jeez are they in the Are they in the top ten? Mm, top ten for me. Like I think personally, for me, they're probably in my top ten because I just love their stuff. Okay. A lot of people are like, "Ah, oh, it's too kind of poppy here metal," but I loved it. I love it so much. So yeah, for me, they're in my personal top ten.
0: <laughs> but do you think they're in a top ten? Like B top ten? If you had uh, to kind of sit there not and in think the about top
1: ten, but if you but this is the thing, if you if you talk about that era of music you can't not talk about them. If you're talking about like the hair metal thing, and they even, you know, they evolved past it. They had very successful albums when other bands just completely fell off the map completely, like Def Leppard, like Poison. Like you know, Guns N' Roses for a long time. Guns N' Roses, you could argue, was their own or their own enemy. Um, but you know, all those other bands that have stayed together and just f- fell off the radar for a long time when grunge hit, Bon Jovi was able to reinvent themselves. So I think they do. I think they have a part as a, as one of these legendary bands. That um, I agree you know, with you.
0: I think you could make. I think you could definitely make an argument. Now it depends on the criteria that you yeah. set the list, but I think. You could definitely make an argument to put them in the in a, in a top ten. Yeah,
1: I mean sure. they've sold. I bet if you look at total albums sold, they've they're probably in the upper echelon of of most records sold um, of any bands. You know, I'm I'm sure they're up there in the upper, yes. upper echelon, at least top you know twenty um, of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. easy easy yeah. in terms of records. And that sold, says easy, that says that says a lot. You know so. Um anyway. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So, you know, great stuff. <laughs> uh, there you go. There it is. I, and that
0: you know, I mean, this is this is what's going to happen to every band inevitably, but you know, hopefully not to your favorite band anytime soon. Exactly. But um yeah, but we uh we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check us out on uh on Instagram at @guitar dads pod. Uh, definitely go back and listen to some of our more recent episodes with some uh, hangs with uh, Ryan Burke and Philip Carter of uh, Forty Watt Podcast. Uh, Ryan Burke, of, uh, of course, of Sixty Cycle Hum, and and check out our interview with Henry James, guitarist of uh, Robert John and the Wreck, who's about to go on. They're about to go on a massive uh, four month European tour. So we'll, we'll definitely have to yeah. check some of that. So you uh, folks over there, video out on YouTube. All,
1: all you guys, all you guys in Europe, um, you know, check this out. Our European listeners check this check go go and find them they're great you know if you haven't seen the episodes with them they're like a like a i don't want to just uh, a pigeonhole them into southern rock but that's the kind of closest thing you can you can r- relate them to but they're but they're a california yeah, yeah. band so they're 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 awesome so they're anyway great. so and definitely check us out on f- facebook on the group the facebook group guitar dad's podcast yes search that on yeah, facebook
0: and, uh, yeah and we will let you in no questions no asked. Questions asked. So, so what So what do you think man? Is uh is that it? Is that uh, I think that was this week's Guitar Dad's podcast.
1: That's it everybody. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.